The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Here's Brandon. Welcome to Old Space Show. I'm Brandon, and right in shotgun with me here is Tony. Yes, excited to be uh, rocking and rolling with Michael Knight and Kit once again. Oh, yeah. This series of Old Space Show will follow the exploits of that man and that car. The first season of Knight Rider. Today, we are here to discuss the fourth episode, Good Day. Uh, good day at White Rock. Good day. It's very Australian sounding. <laughs> I don't know why. I just felt it in the moment, so I went with it. So, Tony, tell us about it. Well, Michael Knight goes on vacation, and while he's on vacation, a biker gang threatens to destroy a town. All right, this was directed by Daniel Haller, uh, written by Deborah Dean Davis, who'd written for Star Trek The Next Generation, Magnum P.I., Incredible Hulk, Fantasy Island, starring David Hasselhoff, Edward Mulhare, Patricia McPherson, but really? Mm. Uh, William Daniels, <laughs> Anne Lockhart, Keith Coogan, James T. Callahan, Robert Dreyer, and Michael Champion. Um this is uh the, so we have a like an opening like sequence here where Michael busts these like coke dealers with this one. Yeah. Um where the guy goes 4 million dollars worth of prime coke shot to hell and we hadn't even cut it yet. Just think of it and then Michael's like just think of it as a tax loss. You can appreciate it over the next 5 years while you're in the slammer. This is definitely the like this episode kind of starts this run of like very chintzy and uh, uh, you know like these little one off jokes and you know yep. Kit Kit gets some one liners and things like that and we talked about this too especially like you like you just mentioned with uh, with Patricia McPherson and everything like I wonder we wonder heavily if these are out of order like uh, yeah like th- these were not the way they were intended because you got a very like funny like comedic vibe that has not been present really through like like we're getting very goofy very quick here mm-hmm. in the next few episodes so yeah i wonder if it was meant to ramp up and it just doesn't because of the way that things were actually put on television the way that we were the way that we were given the episodes right yeah because this one like last week it was like they were talking about having been on all these adventures or something and we're essentially episode third the third adventure because we're in episode yeah. four, and it's like, oh, I, I need a vacation. Vacation, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm killing right. myself. I'm like, are you really? Because I don't know about that. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah, really, uh, really weird. Um, but he goes to this like little town that has a population of what I can tell from this episode five plus a billion, <laughs> a billion bikers that come to town. But um, Michael, uh, I like Michael. Um, on his way there, like he played these like geography games with Kit in the car, just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, like, like, like you're going to beat a computer do. at a game, right? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, the, and, well, and again, I think they're trying to establish like a little, like a, like kind of a back and forth, yeah. you know, kind of, a, you know, get that buddy, buddy thing going on here because really we haven't, again, I, I didn't feel like, you know, a lot of it, it's just, it just kind of, mm-hmm. it was just kind of there, you know, the last few episodes, it was like, okay, well, we're going to, we're doing this and you're going to listen to me and it's this and that. So now we're getting more of, again, this kind of buddy, buddy type right. of, you know, kind of pushing this you know, mismatched, you know, uh, partner type of type of vibes there. So yeah, it's interesting. I would, I mean, this is all just pure speculation on our part, of course, but I'd be very interested to hear like a behind the scenes or something. If, if there is any credibility to this, if they did shoot these or intend them to be in a different production order. Well, I mean, you always get the first They, I think the production order is usually nine to 12 episodes. And then they see like the first couple of weeks, how it's doing. And then they'll order the back back end of the episode so right they could have had they probably had up to like they're probably shooting episode eight or not what would be episode eight or nine at the time i doubt they had 12 in the can right away but um there's also another spot here and i noticed the score is very different this episode it's very synth and electronic compared to what we'd had before almost it almost has some 80s doctor who vibes to it yeah i was like that's that's interesting. Like that didn't sound like the previous episode. This is like a different show. <laughs> yeah, up to the yeah, up to this part. Uh, yeah, up to this point, it's been very like uh, you know we talked about this in, in previous episodes. It's been very like classic '80s soundtrack, like super recognizable songs, like you know very mm-hmm. relatable and hip. And yeah, this one definitely takes a different spin, which is interesting because I don't think this episode necessarily called for that, especially with the biker gang. Right. Maybe if anything, were they trying to steer clear of like being too heavy metal for TV? I don't, Southern I don't know. Rock? You think it'd be like <laughs> a little more Southern swamp rock stuff to go with the bikers or something like that. But maybe they, maybe they just didn't want to get too close to too close to Dukes of Hazard territory. Maybe That's they're true. like, we got to do something different. So <laughs> I mean, it is two shows with cars jumping things in the right. air. Um, like they're it trying to, feels- feels like it's some of these like it's competing with dukes the hazard of jumps yes yeah like a, yeah they, uh, yeah maybe they started the, they're like well maybe we should lean into the more computer aspect of the of the car and how do we do that with synthesizers right <laughs> that, no, the future is now you're 100 yeah. percent. that's somebody in an office <laughs> coming up with stuff that's 100 percent where they're at um let's talk about michael in this episode this guy is like out on the prowl horn dog <laughs> And yes, he likes I, single mother types. He he definitely has a type. <laughs> that's for sure. He definitely has a type. Uh, yeah, I feel like maybe he has again. If he's establishing that he's ready for a vacation, maybe he's spent some extra time with just him and Kit on the road. Like he yeah. seems very. Yeah, he seems like he's yeah overly. And I know they're kind of pushing the Hasselhoff like love connection thing, like the girl of the week episode. Yeah. But yeah, they they lay it on pretty thick in this Real, I mean, listen, right like, out so, of the jump <laughs> right at these lines he meets this woman and he goes he's, he's talking to this kid or something or he's he's or he goes in this bait shop and there's a woman working and he tells her he's like i came here to climb but i've been known to get hooked on some new things <laughs> and and then he's talking to the kid outside or so or no he, he, he does say something about to the kid outside about her too i'm like dude mm-hmm. um but yeah, he, he, he asks her right away. He's like, what's the deal with your sister? I'm like, okay, creepy. Let's just oh, tone it down just a bit. He goes, <laughs> the kid's looking at the car uh, and he's like, beautiful, great body. And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the double and, entendre. She certainly does. <laughs> and then we find out Michael likes hamburgers in this episode. She makes him, 
She goes, she's like, can I make you one here? Because it's like a bait slash diner slash convenience store. And he goes, and she's like, would you like anything else with that? And he's like, meaningful conversation? Like, Michael. <laughs> like, there are bikers that come in here that leave her alone even. like <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he comes on quite heavy. Um and goes off his thing and then now we'll talk. Let's talk. About these bikers come in and we got more known music. Born to be wild, of course, because if you were a biker on a TV show or a commercial <laughs> in the eighties, Born to be Wild was gonna play. Sure, I mean you're you're born to be wild. Like what are you gonna do? Like or you're bad not, to the know? bone. Born to be right. wild or bad to the bone. Yeah, like forget like the. Yeah, forget poison, forget Megadeth, forget all the other like actual things that you could be listening to to prove that you're a hard ass in the eighties. Yeah, like yeah, born born to be wild. Sure, that's clearly clearly where it's at. So right, and there's, <laughs> that, there's and, like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm surprised I didn't follow it up with taking care of business, little, oh, little BTO yeah. or something. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, it, <laughs> right, it is. It, it's just yeah, stereotypical stuff here. Maybe this oh, yeah. was the pioneer of it. Maybe it never happened until Knight Rider in '82, and they're like, "Let's keep it going." They did it on Knight Rider. Uh, but they Good first, enough for Kit. <laughs> they first they start they they they, uh, they mess with this guy with a van who we don't really see much again. The rest of the episode it was hilariously weird. Like because yeah. like first like they're trying to establish. That the that the van owner was is like is, the bully's dad, yeah. and then he's like, oh, he's a bully himself. And then the bikers run into town, and he like pisses his pants all over himself. It's like this is the weirdest thing. And I don't of know course, if they the switchblade comes out from yes, a biker during of course, their altercation. Right. I don't but know yeah. if they're trying to establish like the like how badass the bikers are. Like, oh, the town bully's scared of them. They must be serious business. I mean, it, it all it all felt a little. This part obviously felt a little forced, but I I get what they're trying to do. But right. you know. it was silly. <laughs> it, it was like need to. Uh, we're we're about two and a half minutes short of filling our time slot here, guys. We need a scene, and <laughs> it, it's weird because yeah, you first you think you're they're setting up for like Michael and this guy to have some sort of rivalry, but no. Nope. Nope. It's, nope. He ends up the by the end of the episode, spoilers, he ends up being an ally to Michael when they're right. trying to run the gang out of town. Like, let's all band together to get the real bad guys. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, they raid the, the bait shop. They harass Sherry. And there's a sheriff here who's like, you don't mess with these kinds of people and just thinks, you know, let's let them loot our town and then they'll leave, guys. Right. Yeah. Just you know, let's take as minimal damage as possible and let them let them roll out. So, Shit. so it, it, so it's interesting watching them roll into town because I noticed this in in my rewatch. I don't think yep. I ever noticed this in in the original, but watching Michael drive Kit in and then mm -hmm. watching the bikers roll in, I'm like, ooh, I'm like this little town square is looking real familiar. And then I went and looked at the trivia afterwards. This is the redressed set of Hill Valley. From Back oh, to the Future, and, and, and like, from yeah, Gremlins, and from right. Gremlins. Yeah, okay. This place, uh, this place, no longer exists anymore. It burned. It burned uh, their Universal had a big fire, uh, like 10, 15 years ago, and it, it's gone. Um, I guess they they wanted to get real, real. They wanted to get very realistic on their Save mm -hmm. the Clock Tower campaign. Okay, good for yeah, them, I guess. So, <laughs> yep, yep. Back, yeah, Back to the Future and Gremlins use this and Knight Rider. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and there's a lot of other really notable movies and stuff that used it too. But those are those those two are the big ones. I, I don't think people are like, oh no, the town from Knight Rider burned down. 
Right. Good damn. I can't Rock. believe the bikers, the biker gang was right here. I can't take my picture. <laughs> this is where Michael drooled over Sherry, the 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 the, the bait shop chef woman. This is uh, the plaque where he was extra creepy to the kid about his sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Michael's out climbing mountains during this, and he's got that orange helmet, and he just he doesn't look right doing this at all. No, absolutely not. It's weird. Like cool. he's a big man doing it, and it just it, it like those are the clothes that you wear to do this. Like it, yeah. It, <laughs> Yeah, none, none of it kind of makes sense. It's a very forced, like you know, like so. This this begins on a on on an extension of this. This this episode, to me at least, feels like this begins the string of where where we kind of go in two very mm-hmm. different directions. Like like they try to prove like Michael's a well rounded, like he's like you know they touched on it in the first episode, I think, when he's like, oh, careful guys, I know. Mm-hmm. Tai Chi and then you know like so they, they want to prove that not only is he as well-rounded as possible but this is also where you start to get the feel like the writers are like oh we got to really work in some plot points to make sure that the car can stay involved you know like we got to have right. bikers and like in the next episode be, you know we'll get to the next episode too we're like it's got to be all very like car vehicle centric plot points here so they're right. definitely going in two very distinct directions to try to give Kit something to do and to prove that Michael's like this I don't know, weird, badass, all-American pseudo-gigolo. I'm not sure. They're just kind of yeah. threw it all into a stew at this point. So <laughs> It's Knight Rider. You need both the knight and him to ride in that car. So that's true. That's what we do. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, So when Michael confronts these guys, there was a huge missed opportunity here to have something like very clever they didn't do. So Michael gets confronted with the, the bikers. This one guy... I think he pulls a blade on him and he's like, this is the stinger. You're about to be the stingy. And Michael goes before or after the commercial. And then he like takes the guy down and it would have been great if they cut to commercial. Right. To commercial. Literally. Well, this is, this is before the advent of, of too much self-referential TV. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah, golden opportunity. Even even in post, even in editing now, like they should absolutely be going to commercial. Uh, you know, point they should just throw the and especially with Net, with Night Rider where they get yeah. the freeze and the boxes go in the corner and it's like it's got a very like intentional like we'll be right back kind of vibe. Yeah, you got to throw that in there. <laughs> I would like and it would like I would have loved it because I wouldn't have been expecting it from this show and it would have taken this show to like a whole nother level of appreciation where I'm like, oh man, this was really ahead of its time because this would have been like, because the only show doing that in this era and I don't think it's, I don't, it hadn't aired yet. It hadn't started, but I, I don't think it had, but uh was Moonlighting. That was the only show that's in that sort of broke ground for television to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. A, that's a brilliant show. Um for most of its years, but um, yeah, it would have been something if Knight Rider was like, sure. And you know, I almost, I thought it was, I, the thing was, I thought it was on the table because of how Michael Knight had been written the previous couple episodes where I'm like, oh man, this guy's kind of a doofus funny. Like th- it, it would fit that wheelhouse of, of how he's written and the show complimenting that. But you know, uh, last it was a, it was an opportunity that I wouldn't say missed because it wouldn't <laughs> have been on the table back then, but could have, could have done something interesting there uh but what yeah instead he just gets them in the car and they run over the bikes and michael gets in trouble with the law and goes to jail and um my kid's like hey i'll bust you out and he's like nope 
mm-mm, nope, nope, nope. But he MacGyvers his way out by like, right. he like gets a thread from the bed and he like ties it and he like tries to get a key off the wall. Oh no, he gets a spring from the bed too. So he gets a spring yes. and he gets the keys off, of course, and he gets it on the second try because he's Michael fucking Knight. That's right. That's he's going to do it himself, even though we proved the two episodes ago that Kit could literally just smash through the wall and bust him out. Like he can't, Michael can't have any more broken jails on his conscience. Like he can't. Yeah, like, he's like, not, not <laughs> this town. Bad. This town. Yep. This town's too nice to break in jail. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't, I'm the, you know, I can't do this outlaw stuff while there's outlaws here. Um, okay. And Kit, he goes, he escapes the impound and uh, like, so he leaves, this is funny, okay, this is funny, because Kit leaves, like, the impound, he pushes this red station wagon through a fence, and he goes around it, and then, then this other car, uh, the red thing, uh, this woman gets up in the back seat, and goes, did, and she says, like, did it move for you, too? And there's a guy that pops up there as well. I was like, oh, wow. It's so chintzy, like, they're making, so yeah, so they're making it in the back of a car, yeah. in the impound lot. In the impound lot. <laughs> Did it move and, for you? <laughs> so, whereas I was like, oh, they could have gone to a commercial here. I was dumbfounded when this happened. I was like, oh, crap. Uh, this Okay, because this borderline is family television. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, in 82, that would have been, that was like, you're nine o'clock hour doing stuff like that. But that was funny because I just, it caught me so off guard. Oh, um, yeah. But <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah. yeah. And, and Kit, Kit just goes like, sneaking around town like he's not this like super awesome car driving around this like <laughs> place and they have this like loungy electric version of the stream or this uh, that the stream the theme song as he's like going by it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's very like disco nights like yeah, yeah gigolo uh, yeah like a like you've got a woman of the night kits the kits the automobile of the night apparently if, so. they had, if they had baywatch nights would they have like night rider days is that what it would be night rider days I, I suppose so night night rider uh, rider rider nights i don't know yep. <laughs> who can say <laughs> and then uh what well, of course a smooth michael knight infiltrates the bikers with just a vest and a hat yeah, very, very smooth. Thank goodness he did it in like pseudo twilight as well. Like there's <laughs> there there's this whole thing. And he's like, like three yeah. foot taller than all of them, but yeah, yes, yeah, go ahead, Tony. Ridiculous. Yeah, like like yeah, like so like, yeah, the other bikers don't recognize him, but they sure as heck recognize when the when the uh when the ten year old boy wanders into yeah. camp, they, they snatch him up real quick and tie him to a tree like it's just another day. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, but they get pit. They're like, "There's not going to be a white rock in 24 hours if you don't listen to me." With all this, they're they're bullshit because this this is it. They've had enough. Um, but you know, like Michael Knight goes all in to save this town of like I feel like like I said before has a population of like six. Like I haven't seen anybody disturbed other than Sherry and the boy, the her brother, and then like the sheriff just going, all right, whatever. No, you're right. Yeah, we get a. I think you get a very small, like, smattering of like additional, like, hanger-on uh, people, mm-hmm. townspeople at the end. Because then, yeah, and it weirdly, like, in the almost uh, waiting until the third act, they throw in not only is this biker gang the main problem, but they've somehow agreed 
to like meet up with another biker gang and throw down in yeah. this town for some reason. Like they they decide that this is this is where they're all going to make their stand. So so yeah, you get you get a smattering of townspeople at the very end when these two biker gangs sort of come together after right. you know Michael's con- concocted this ridiculous plan to save the town. But uh, but yeah, they're 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 mostly just window dressing. Yes, it's just uh you know they did whatever little white rock. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> Good for you, White Rock. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it it ends up being like just this, you know, action sequence of motorcycles, dirt roads, jumping, crashing, things like that. And he goes super fast through the town. Uh, or <laughs> like the girl, Sal, uh, she's got a Sherry's got to worry about it. But uh, Michael goes, Sally Field trusted Burt Reynolds. So we can <laughs> we can show what was uh, pop culture at that time. Um, yes, that's right. Get those get, get those references in there. Well, it's just another it's just another layer of like that cheesy like it's it's for as for as serious as they want to be with mm-hmm. the action stunts. Like they're really good action stunts. Yeah, just these cheesy lines and Michael comes on to everybody. And there's mm-hmm. I was reading on um, on IMDb some of the some of the behind the scenes trivia. And I guess in a, in a, in uh, in the script, it, it must have been a scene that was shot but cut during this and during this chasing back into town. There is a billboard that says White Rock. Don't forget to come back, you know, like a, you know, yeah. like, hey, thanks for visiting thing. And it gets smashed. Like, I think a kid, either Kit drives through it or like it gets uh, smashed. Okay. Somehow. And so then like only pieces of it are left and it says White Rock, don't come back. And they're like, oh, uh, you know, like, like, wow. lingers on it. Right. But they, they maybe they couldn't crash back. it right or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a line of too cheesy that they didn't want to go. I have no idea. But uh, uh, yeah, that didn't didn't make it into the final cut. So, OK. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so they, they ends up in the old uh, trip over bikers with a rope bit. Um, Classic. And, and the sheriff says, I'm sorry, Michael. And he's like, it's okay. And the bikers are kicked out of town. That's, that's how you do it in White Rock. Um, All's well that ends well, I guess. And then Michael can finally make time with the sister, I guess. Well, yeah. Cause he, <laughs> so he, he meets Devin back at dinner because uh, they started at dinner. And then he, he's like, uh, his... He said, Devin says his vacation should count as a foundation mission. So Michael's like, oh, I want more time off. And uh, Devin thinks it's a splendid idea, sarcastically. And he leaves and uh, Sherry's in the car waiting for him. Ew. And they suck face. Oh, my. And Kit, Kit says, am I, am I safe in assuming no one wants to play geography at the moment? And uh, and then uh, Kit's like, when they start driving, he goes, how long should I go? And uh, Michael says, until one of us runs out of gas. <laughs> As the kids just, say, ew. I'm just amazing. It feels like every like every episode, like especially like starting out, like every episode's ending with these just the cheesiest one-liners. Like, yeah, I, I was waiting for the laugh track as the, you know, directed by blah, 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 you know, comes on like the final hit. You know, it just has that 80s vibe. E- every it, so. episode wants to end like, I believe he's attempting re-entry, so... Um, but yeah, uh, but no Bonnie here. Credited, not here. She's maybe she had a cut scene or something. I don't know. But yeah, so what'd you what'd you think of this one overall? From I mean, overall, it was it was a fine. It was it was an entertaining episode. Like I think they're really setting the trend for like we're gonna try to mix some comedy and action together. And again, you get the you know you get the moments where 
Kit and Michael are together. You definitely get moments where they're apart when, you know, Michael was in the jail and Kit was in the impound lot. And I believe this was the first episode where we see them communicate via the little Dick Tracy watch. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so so you're definitely, even though they're apart, they're still together. So, I mean, they're setting a good foundation for what uh, what the audience can expect this show to be moving forward. Yeah, uh, I think this was a nice uh, one where they're like, hey, well, what have we done action-wise? Like, let's do motorcycles. So they figured a way to write a story with some motorcycle action in it. Some, you know, Michael might have a love interest for Michael. And then, you know, his doofiness walking around town and mountain climbing. <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, okay, Tony, let's shift gears and look on toward the sunset. Before we hit the horizon, where can people find you? Yeah, you can come hang out with me uh, all over the interwebs. You can find me at Tony Schaub at just about any social media site, but uh, particularly if you want to check out some of the pop culture stuff, you can find me writing over at sciencefiction.com, news and reviews and all sorts of pop culture related stuff there. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. We're going to work on whysoblue.com. Hashtag bikes are for tykes. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Take that, bikers. <laughs> uh, the Tim Burton retrospective continues with part five Monday. Uh, it's another uh, interesting one as we we move on from Planet of the Apes and go through uh, like the Big Fish, uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Corpse Bride part, and this uh, little cartoon he did that I had no idea was a thing called Stain Boy. Um, it's a little web series that he made after Planet of the Apes. Um, pretty Fun. interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll be back here again on Wednesday next week with another Knight Rider. Uh, but from Old Space... Brandon and Tony, not-so-lone crusaders in a dangerous world. The world of Old Space Show. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. 